You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. My respected brothers, um, it's often very difficult to come up with a topic for khutbah, so I was having a think about things and just reflecting on things. I thought there's never enough can be said about uh, sincerity and intention when it comes to what we do, because everything stems from that. So inshallah, if Allah gives tafiq and gives me the ability, then hopefully over the next few weeks I hope to address various aspects of this so that we can understand the importance of it, but also how to bring it into ourselves from a practical perspective. Because as I, said, as I said time and time again, Islam is a practical religion. We should try and look at the practical side of things rather than purely the theoretical side of things so that we can actually understand and relate to what is being said and apply it so that Allah may, uh, may benefit us from that. So one thing to do with intention is where does it come from? The place of the intention is in the heart, such that one has firm determination and resolve when one is about to start or before it, such that if asked one could reply without hesitation, I am praying such and such. As a fuqaha note, it is rare that one's actions can be bereft of this minimal intention. Ibn Abidin mentions that linguistically the intention is for the heart to resolve to do something. Formally it is to firmly resolve to perform an action and to draw closer to Allah when initiating the action. It should be noted that then that there are three aspects to the intention. One, the minimum legal, legally valid intention, which is to firmly resolve to perform an action. Two, intention needed for reward, which is also intended to draw closer to Allah. And three, that, uh, the time. It is a condition that intention be made as one initiates the action or just before it. Ibn Abidin said, Making one's worship sincerely for Allah alone is obligatory, and showing off in good works riya, which is to desire from it other than Allah, is prohibited by scholarly census, ijma'ah because of the decisive texts that have been transmitted about this. The Prophet called off showing, called showing off in good work Riyadh the lesser shirk. Then this intention of drawing closer to Allah is for achieving reward, not merely for validity, for validity is related to fulfilling the conditions, shurut, and perform the integrals, arkan, and the intention that relates to the validity is, know, it is to know in one's heart which prayer uh, is, is, one for, for, is performing, for example. In Mukhtarat uh, al-Nawazil, a fatawa collection for the in Hanafi school, as for reward, it is related to the soundness of one's resolve, which is through ikhlas, meaning one's, uh, making one's worship sincerely for Allah. Sayyid ibn al-Arabi says in his, uh, it says, do not uh, do everything you do in order to come close to your Lord, in order that you worship and uh, uh, in order to come close to your Lord in your worship and prayers. Think that each deed may be your last. Each prayer you, you, uh, prostrate is your last prostration, and that you may not have another chance. If you do this, it will be uh, another motivation for becoming <coughs> heedful and also for becoming sincere and truthful. Allah does not accept good deeds done unconsciously and, insincere, and insincerely, as readily the deeds are done consciously and sincerely. Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak said, How often is it that small actions are is made great by intentions, and how often are great actions made small by intention? Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali mentioned that the great Sufi Fudail ibn Ayyad explained in his Allah's words that he may test which of you is best in action. That's Surah 67 verse 2 by saying, that is, who is sincere in it and correct in it. And the action that is sincere but incorrect is not accepted. And if, the correct, and if it is correct and sincere, then it is also not accepted. It is only accepted when it is both sincere and correct. And it is only sincere when it is for the sake of Allah Most High and correct when it is done according to the Sunnah. Ibn Rajab then said, 
and the proof of what Fudail says lies in the verse. So whosoever hopes for meeting the Lord, the, so whosoever hopes for the meeting with his Lord, let him work righteous and associate none as a partner in worship with, of his Lord. Surah Al-Kaf, the last verse. And just to bring things to a close for this part of the khutbah, Malana Jalal al Rumi had said, Passion makes the old medicine new. Passion locks off the bow of weariness. Passion is the elixir that renews. How can there be weariness when passion is present? Oh, don't sigh heavily from fatigue. Seek passion, seek passion, seek passion. My respected brothers, this concept of intention, we, we, we can't get away from it. Even when we stand to pray our salah, even if we don't utter it in our tongue, the important thing is we should know at least what salah we're praying. And if you're following the imam, that we're following the imam as well. There's no point standing in Allah Akbar and standing there aimlessly. We have to, at the end of the day, it is important that the intention is right. Uh, externally, people might not know any better, but we're not doing things for people. We're doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're doing it, as I said, to draw close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to fulfill an obligation, to gain reward from Him, and to raise ourselves in His eyes. So if that intention is lacking, then we have to say to ourselves, what is the gain in waking up in the middle of the night uh, to do wudu and pray fajr if that intention isn't there except to tell someone, I woke up and prayed fajr? Or equally, if you just wake up and do it without actually any understanding. It's like a person sits off on a journey and doesn't actually know where he's going, he just drives and I'll get to where I get to. We would never do that in our worldly life, so when it comes to our spiritual side and our obligations towards uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should be thinking twice as hard. May Allah make it easy for myself and my fellow uh, brothers and sisters to be able to understand, appreciate this, bring it into our lives and practice and preach it. <laughs> What we often see uh, in and around us is that people are often doing more actions than what we're doing. And that's, that's life. Whenever you find yourself, there's someone who has more, someone who is better, someone who is stronger, someone who is whatever. That should not be what it's about. If they are in that position, we make dua for them, we ask that Allah protects them from the evil line, that Allah rewards them and accepts whatever they're doing. But for us as individuals, it should make us realize two things. One thing is that we always can push ourselves further so we can better ourselves. And the second thing is to be grateful for uh, what we are able to do because there are people who actually do less than us and we know that because we don't see them either because they do, they're just not doing it or maybe they're just doing it we don't see it but the point I'm trying to make with this as is anything is easy to look and see what people are doing more than relative to ourselves but it's often harder to appreciate where we stand relative to other people and this is why uh, Prophet Muhammad <coughs> his sunnah was to stroke the head of the orphan and his, uh, and his advice was to always look at people below you in life and not people above you so that you might be grateful because once you have ingratitude in the heart, it cannot sit with gratitude. We can't have both. You either have to have one or the other. Anyone who says, no, I am grateful, uh, uh, but shows features of ingratitude, it can't happen. Because gratitude is only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that can also be manifested through showing gratitude towards the creation. Because he, these are the means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses uh, to, to grant us what he grants us. I mean, we, and we get our salaries paid into our bank account. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't put the salary in. He has means. He has people that puts it into us. So we, we recognize and appreciate that even when we work as part of teams, when we have seniors, juniors, we, we, we use the means that we've got, but we recognize the means are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why we have to show gratitude for that, because by showing gratitude, we get, we get barak in it. We do not want to fall in the trap of just seeing people who have more than you keep chasing, chasing, chasing to get to what? You get to the next step, there's another set of ladder, uh, you, get to, you have another ladder to climb. You get to another level, another ladder to climb. Yesterday I was at a, a meeting where we had refugee doctors. People who have come from uh, Syria and Iraq who have left their homes and fled. They are like you and I, they are professionals in the field. But because of their circumstances, they've had to come here. Now they are facing hurdles to be able to 
join uh, the workforce here and work. They have to sit their English exam, they have to sit their PLAB exam, they have to get placements, they have to get offered jobs. But relative for them, this is still a better situation for them than the situation they're in, even though they might not have much money, even though they might not have a job, for them they still see this as opportunity, because relative to what they had, they are grateful for it. And it makes us realise as well that there are people even within our profession that we can help, who are related to Syria and Iraq, it doesn't mean about going there and people talk about going and fighting and all that nonsense, or just purely giving money, we can actually make use of our skills locally. We can help these brothers and sisters by being able to sit with them, just, and just by doing the thicker or their concern, but more importantly, maybe helping them either through helping them through their English exam, if you've had to sit the English exam yourself, or even just by giving them moral support or arranging attachments. There's so much we can do that can make a little, that might seem a very little, but for them it's a huge step because it's one step closer to being able to do what you and I take for granted. May Allah make it easy for ourselves to recognize our blessings and be able to show gratitude by helping others with what he has given us. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم إنك فون كريم تحب الأفاف عفوا عنا عفوا ذكرك وشكرك حسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم مهدنا في من هديت وفينا في من آفيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في معاتيت وقينا شر من قديت فإنك تقي وقعليك إنه ذم وليت ويعيز من آديت تبارك وتعاليت إن الله يعمل الأدلة والإحسان إيتا يذل القربة وينهى فحشاء المكر يبغي يعيدكم لكم تذكرون وقيم الصلاة For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.